two, one. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mambo Number 5, a.k.a. We're live. Actually, no, we're not live. We're just recording. But with that, we have two special guests. May I have your names, please? Hi, I'm Austin Fox. And I'm Corey Fox. And they are the Foxes. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's better than the Foxies, huh? Yeah. The Foxies. It's an improvement. <laughs> I was about to say the Foxies. I'm gonna have to write that one down. All right. So <laughs> we had the Foxes, aka the Foxies, apparently. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Doing good. Very good. That's what I like to hear, guys. Like, I appreciate you guys for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for taking your time out of your busy schedules. Um, I'm honored to have you on. So, how's life going for you guys in general? It seems to be going good for both of us right now. Yeah, well, like you said, we're staying busy, um, really working on this movie that Austin has made, trying to get it going and get it submitted to festivals and stuff. So, yeah, things are going really good. What's the name of the movie that Austin's making? Actually, it's a movie I wrote and directed called Mom. It is about a... Twelve-year-old boy who believes he is forced to raise his two younger siblings, things, Aurora and Alex, who are played by Tristan Riggs and Kinley Moody, after the mom, who is played by Amanda Joy Erickson, dies of a drug overdose, and William, after watching a news article about what's happening at the border and how these families are being separated, he he is forced into believing that if he doesn't take care of his siblings things that they are going to be separated and never see each other again so they gotta hide this fact from everyone they know by trying to keep a normal life going when in reality something very tragic has happened wow you wrote this Yes, I did. Okay, you want to know what I was doing when I was your age? Because how old are you? <laughs> I'm 12. Okay, so you're 12 years old. You're writing something of this type of concept. I was just at home watching Pokemon and um, trading cards with my friends. Um, I feel like I'm very disappointed in myself right now. Um, my confidence is definitely sucking to zero to know that... Um, well, like well, he does the Pokemon man. thing too, so don't feel too bad. Yeah, okay? I collect Pokemon trading cards, so they don't feel left out. I mean, but I'm not gonna lie, like, dude, you are epic. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, you seriously, <laughs> you wrote and produced this movie. You, I mean, seriously, like, like I, I couldn't even fathom, like, oh, wait till you see it. Anthony, it's gonna it's gonna blow you away. Just some test audiences and stuff like that that we had um, check the uh, the revisions and stuff that we've done in the post production are they're loving it. You know, it's a, a tearjerker. It's a really good drama. Austin, you're gonna be somebody super duper famous one day. Um, I just want to say, if so, um, don't forget about the little people like myself. Um, <laughs> 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 He's so 
Oh my goodness. Like, so, Mr. Fox, like, Corey, like, the fact, I mean, you made, you created this young man. So, how do you feel as a dad? Especially since, you know, you're also an actor as well. So, how does it feel that your son is like, like, taking on the legacy of being an actor as well? Like, What's your thoughts on it and the fact that he's also writing and producing his own movies? Oh, no, it's very humbling, that's for sure. Um, yeah, when we, uh, we actually, he came up with the idea when we were uh, driving home from one of his acting classes and we were listening to the story. And, uh, you know, he had, we had heard the, st- the story on the news and he goes, hey, dad, what if, what if, you know, something like this happened, but instead of it being at the border, what if the like the parents died and the kids felt like they had to take care of themselves if they were fearing that you know they were going to get t- taken away and separated? And I was just like, no, that's a pretty good idea. You know, write out a treatment. And I told him what a treatment was. You know, give me three good paragraphs of what your idea is, and if it's okay, I'll show you how to make it into a script. And I think it took him about two days to do the treatment. He brought it to me, and I I kind of read it, and I was like, wow, okay. So I put a copy of a final draft on his computer, showed him how to set it up and said, have at it. And about two weeks later, he had about 29 pages worth of script written up. Wow. Um, okay. So I knew how to use a word processor. Um, when I was <laughs> um, back in what's probably like the dinosaur age um, for you, young man. Um I, I remember that I had trouble with um, my punctuation and you wrote a whole <laughs> script in two weeks. Yeah. I know guys that can't write a script in two months. That, So um, I'm just going to say this. Um, are you like secretly a prodigy or something? In his own mind, for sure. <laughs> I was like, do you get good grades in school? When I was in school, yeah, I got some pretty good grades. Some pretty good grades. Yeah. He was in the top 1% of the STARS testing in Texas. Um, so basically he was in the top 1% of for his class level in the state of Texas. So, yeah, he got good grades all right. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Lord, the baby's smart. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's he's a very intelligent young man, and sometimes he might be a little bit too intelligent for his britches sometimes, but he he definitely knows what he's doing. Uh, he definitely has his mindset on what he wants to do, and uh, he'll go out there and do it. So that's the great thing about him. Mr. Fox, so um, I know you have, um, you have um, a couple other sons, is correct? Yeah. Um, so... Um, did they all have like the, um, the acting bug as well? Um, my youngest son wants to get into acting. Um, he's not quite as dedicated as Austin is. I think mm-hmm. he's going to be kind of like one of the Wahlberg brothers and just ride on his brother's coattails. <laughs> uh, he's going to be Donnie instead of Mark. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was being nice. I wasn't going to name him. <laughs> <I was being> <laughs> 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 I I was like, okay, the Austin's little brother, you're listening to this. 
Just know that was not that was not a clap at you, buddy. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> that was not a clap at you. Maybe when you get older, you'll probably figure out what you want to do acting wise or whatever your dream is. Make sure you go capture it. That's that's all that matters. You find what you love to do. So, how many kids do you have all together, Mr. Fox? I have a total of four. I have a one daughter. She's 23, and she's married and lives in Oklahoma. And then I have a my 17-year-old uh, son. He's my oldest son, and uh, he he's autistic, so he just sits in front of a computer and you know tries to figure out how to destroy the world. Uh, then my uh-huh. little son, Austin, and my youngest son, Tyler. Well, that's awesome. So a man of four children. And yeah. okay, how'd you do that? Question. That's a good question to ask. Like, where is that? Well, that'd be a biology lesson or no? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know what? Actually, um, at least I was blessed to. Um, my daughter was with my first marriage, and she uh, she lived with her mom most of the time, and I could see her, you know, um, regular visits and during the summer and stuff like that. And my three boys, actually, I've been raising them by myself for the last two and a half years, I think it's been, roughly. Yeah, because yeah, their uh, their mom decided to run off. But that's a longer story. Right here, <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. We're, we still get along very good, so it, it's all good. And she oh, gets to see them on a regular basis. Yeah, I was about to say, that, like, turned, like, I was about to be sad for a second. Like I was about to start playing an Incredible Hulk theme song from like the seventies. <laughs> no, know. it's it's not it's not sad at all. It you know what what's really good is if the parents can get along. You know, after the the divorce and stuff like that, that probably makes it um, less of a um, you know damaging kids. Yeah. I mean, sure. Co-parenting is very important because, like, even though you guys are not in love and together anymore. Like the kids are what matter and all this. I can say this as a product of divorce. Like that wasn't yeah. really the fortunate events. I at least got that one good parent though, so I really can't complain. So sure. it's like I'm glad that you're both in. I'm um, in your kid's life, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. Oh yeah. So yeah. With that, that's good development because obviously it's working out fine. We got. One son that wants to pursue acting, and you got another son that's not only wanting to be an actor, he wants to put on different hats. So obviously, exactly. you guys are good influence on your kids, sincerely. So I commend you for that one, Mr. Fox, sincerely. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you. So I got to ask, because... All right, so... You guys are both actors. Have you guys worked on any projects together? Not yet. We were supposed to. And I think Austin wants to tell this story because he's got this big grin on his face. So I'll let him tell the story. Uh-oh. On Tom, um, during one of our production meetings, we, we had about 70 pages worth of script. And that was about going to be too long. So we had to cut some of it. And one part my dad had wrote himself in was a part where he was a bill collector and us needing to cut time. We discussed it for a bit hit, and we decided that it was for the best. We had to cut the scene. 
that he put himself in. So I broke the news to him, and to simplify his whole story, we fired him. Yeah, I was fired by my own kid, basically. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What did you say when you had to say, um, Dad, we got to let you go? Like, how does that conversation even go? Well, it was in the middle of a big production meeting. It's the last production meeting we had before we started principal photography. So the funny thing is, it was the second AD that was telling Austin, you know, we had to cut that they that scene had to be cut because it was just wasn't it was too time constraint uh of a, consuming yeah too time consuming Learn so uh and <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was so his the look on his face when you know when we were going around and we were uh we're talking and saying yeah I, i'm the producer and i'm also play the bill collector this guy got this really pale look on his face and then <laughs> He, you know, he explained to Austin, and Austin had explained to me. Well, we had to cut that scene, so yeah, it was done in front of a big production meeting, and it was a little embarrassing, but also funny too. In public, yeah. Oh, ah, <laughs> it's like well, that was a restaurant in Austin, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's like well, uh, Daddy, Daddy O, um, Papa, um, Poppy. Um, <laughs> you know, um it's been real. I mean, you were amazing, but um we're gonna have to cut the apron strings on this one. Um it's not it's not you, it's me. Um, but I'll see you in the car on the way home and um we'll we'll stick this out. We'll get through this, buddy. Yeah, need to say <laughs> that was a long three and a half hour drive home, okay? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> like so, uh, Dad. Um, sorry about that. It, it's okay, son. Inside. Screens. I think he pretended to sleep the whole way home. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, whoop! I did my job. Time for a nap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, poor Mr. Fox. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, uh, well, at least it was your son and not some, like, stranger. Like, yeah, true. You know, I got to think of it. That's probably about the only set I've ever been fired from, too. So, hmm. Because <laughs> you were a bad actor or anything. It was just... <laughs> that's a good thing. At least it's not because you have a bad reputation or something. It was just... Time and expenses, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that's well, that's and and that wasn't the only scene cut, that's for sure. Well, see, you wasn't alone either. <laughs> like some people went down in the ship with you. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> there's a, you know, that got really dark. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was it's just all- like, oh, this guy's, this guy had to take it. <laughs> I already feel bad about having to fire my own dad. Why well, are you gonna make it worse? It's like <laughs> I promise. I, I promise Austin is all in good jest. I promise. <laughs> okay, so Austin, tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Besides, um, besides acting and doing movie roles and stuff like that, and um, writing and producing um, a film. Okay, mom. Yeah, I'm plugging it again. So, um, what do you uh, what do you like to do in your spare time? 
Hmm. Well, I used to play baseball before I got into acting. And that was pretty fun to do. Well, I also I play video games sometimes too. All right, what do you like Messing to play? Like that. That's, that's a, I like to play Minecraft and Overwatch are two of my favorites to play. Oh, you play Overwatch? Yeah, I did too. Yeah, I play Overwatch too. Who's your favorite character? Hmm. The one I play the most is Reaper. That's the one I play the most. Oh, you like using Reaper? I can't like I am terrible with Reaper. I use um Orsa or Orissa, the uh, robot. I've gotten good with the tanks, but I'm still kinda <laughs> learning how to use like the uh, frontline people. Uh but that's dope, man. I mean, he's a cool character, though. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. The costume's cool, the shotguns and stuff like that. That's a whole different story. Uh, Reese is I mean, hard he's... to get through. You said what? Reese is hard to get through sometimes with the shields. Oh yeah, like the shields. Like it's it's only hard when you got to deal with another tank type character. Like, yeah. uh, for instance, um, the robot with uh, that can turn into like the Gatling gun. I always have trouble with that robot. That robot kills my shields in no time. So, like, I try to position myself at a good angle so that way, like, he can't touch me all of a sudden. And thankfully, if you got good healers on your team, you can get through it. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's... Man, I could talk about that for, like, ever. <laughs> but <laughs> Now, he plays the Reaper. Is he killing it when he plays it? Sorry, I couldn't resist. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really, Mr. Fox? Yes, I went there. <laughs> In true dad fashion, guys. <laughs> you can try him from the interview, right? <laughs> Come on. That now one you was see why waiting. I did it. <laughs> that one's waiting you to be. Could, you could not resist, could you? No. <laughs> I couldn't. He, we had, he Okay, okay, I gotta ask. Okay, how many dad jokes a day do you go through? Ag- on a good day, 10. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was bad, and I'm not gonna lie, I make some dad jokes myself. I made the daddiest dad jokes at the mall. I'm like, you know what? My future kids are gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Hungry. I'm dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Not the classic. I'm hung. I'm, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm dad. Nice to meet you. My mom does that to me. <laughs> it's like mom, yeah. I'm starving. I, oh, nice to meet you, starving. <laughs> oh. oh my yeah, god. Those are good ones. Oh, over the classic <laughs> ones. Eventually, oh. they don't say that to you. They just go make their own food. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Oh. By the way, the other day I tried to catch fog. Missed. <laughs> Did you get that one? Yeah. <laughs> he's like rolling his eyes. <laughs> I know, he's like, he's like oh. What have I got myself into? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, he's just as bad as my dad. Just... I'm starting to feel bad for the viewers. Ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Twenty points to Austin for that good shot. It, it, this, <laughs> like, 
Like, well, dang, man, he wasn't kidding. He's too smart for his own good. Good grief. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I was like, man, he's trying to hurt films. I got roasted by a 12-year-old, guys. This is all, it's all over for me. Let's go ahead and just burn the ship now. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the microphone, walk away. <laughs> yeah, um, so we're just going to put this microphone here, and I'm just going to go ahead and walk off. Um, I'll see myself <laughs> out, guys. <laughs> but no um so back um so back to this um interview i know we made quite the segue um sorry about that <laughs> so so tell me um tell me about some of the projects you guys have worked on in the past like give me a good list of um things you have done things you want to do in the future and um what is the future goal in the next five to ten years for you guys? Hmm. We'll start off with recent projects. One project I was just in was a student film that you can find on YouTube called Lovesick by Amanda Lee. Hmm. And I played the young version of the main character in that, in that little student film. And actually, one of the other people that were in it, her name is Maya Delgado. She actually helped with some of the music for my movie, Mom. Very talented. Very talented. And I, I'll let you take over from here because I know you wanted to answer this question. Yeah, let's see. I got a couple of things coming up. One, I was in a, a also a, a college student film called um, Mistaken Identity that is also on youtube that you can find just type in that mistaken identity and uh i'm also going to be in a feature film coming out later on this year called assassination 33 ad um and Ooh. stuff you can what find out doing that about movie? That. huh what are you gonna be doing in that movie my man oh i i just play an angry man i walk around carrying a rock wanting to try to throw it at jesus so it's a uh, kind of funny <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's oh, actually man. about a scientist that, um, you know, basically develops time travel and then a terrorist type group gets a hold of it and they want to go back in time and kill Jesus before he is um, crucified. So and it goes to that whole storyline and stuff. It's actually a pretty good, pretty good movie. So I think uh, I think it comes out later on this year is when it comes out. Not the self. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. I always like different concepts, and this looks like this would be a very interesting take. I, I would oh, love to see. Yeah, always it's, gotta... uh, it actually... it's always what? I no, it, it actually is. It's a really cool little concept and how it ends and stuff like that is a unique little twist. So you'll, um, I think you'll enjoy it. Well then, with that, ladies and gentlemen, put that in your calendars. It's going to be a hot movie coming out next year. Very, very, very conceptual. Very unique. And I sound like I'm an NPR reader. So let's go ahead and see. You'll cry. You'll kiss 10 bucks goodbye. And yes, goodbye. <laughs> so, so, um, so. What um what do you guys want to do in the future? Do you have any actors or actresses you guys want to work with or 
um, what is like, what is the goal uh, from 2019 into, let's say, 2024? Is Renee Russo still acting? Because I wouldn't mind working with her. I believe Miss Russo is still alive, if I'm correct. <laughs> no, actually, I think she has a new TV series coming out uh, or something like that. But, um, you know what? You, you're asking a guy who's almost 50 what actor he would like to work with. I have a list about a mile long of different actors I'd like to work with. <laughs> okay, I got this. Give me your top five. <laughs> My top five would be um, who I haven't worked with. Uh, you know, Tom Cruise. I've never worked with him. That would be a really cool one. Um, let's stick with the Toms and go with Tom Hanks. Um, just because I'm a really big Game of Thrones fan and i thought macy williams did an excellent job of really developing her character and growing that she would also be another person i wouldn't mind working with um she's good i will agree with yeah, that she is actually good and oh who has the top five here um i've already worked with jim carrey so i can't say him um oh, you work with jim carrey yeah i was in the majestic with him I actually love the Majestic. I feel like that movie is so underrated. <laughs> it is very underrated, and I, uh, I had the part I actually had with him. The speaking line got cut, so the only time you see me is when they, uh, he runs out of the theater, hops into a car, and drives off. I'm that camera guy that leans over and goes click with the camera. But I, I actually right. had lines with him. Um, who else? Oh, you know what? Nicole Kidman. I've always wanted to to work with her. I thought she's a very good actress. And um, hmm. who else? Uh, um, gotta see. be. I'm trying uh, to think newer ones that. Uh, Christian Stewart. Yes, that one. Mm. Definitely. So there's five right there. Good, we got five. <laughs> Boom. That's what I was talking about. That's awesome. Um, and I'm a huge Tom fan, Tom Hanks fan. I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan. I don't mm-hmm. care how crazy Tom Cruise is to some people. I love Tom Cruise. I will forever love Tom Cruise. End of story. Period. I gotta add um, one more person. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is an excellent actor. I think he's very diverse. And I like one of his movies that a lot of people don't like. And that was that one, Walk Among the Clouds. That's just that was a good movie. Excellent. It is. It's a really good movie. It just didn't do good in the box office and stuff, but I think uh, um, it, I think it was well-made, and he well-acted in that movie. So. I can't really think of anyone I specifically would like to work with in the future, but some goals I have, have would be I really want to get a lead role in a major motion picture sometime in the future like that's one of my main goals for the industry and i actually we actually do have a goal for mom um one of our goals for mom is we're trying to get nominated for an oscar and we're really trying to push for that by submitting it to film festivals and stuff and getting the word out there fingers crossed yeah true very true yeah, man, I want to see this. I want you to get success, man. Like, seriously, like, both thank of you. you. Well, thank you. Everybody deserves to live their dreams, man. 
obviously you guys are dreaming big and that's the best way to be man people forget like i feel like these days people forget about dreams or they're afraid to live them or try to mm-hmm. go after them. was that saying go big or go home yeah exactly. Hey, if you really want something bad enough, you'll go capture it. My dream was to start my own brand, start my own company, and start my own podcast. And I'm pursuing it and trying to work hard at it. So when I see guys like yourself, like going after um, after something as big as you know, being prominent actors and being producers and being writers, and you know, have aspirations to work with um, mm-hmm. some quality actors as well. I want to see that happen for you guys, sincerely. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. I feel like I'm in the essence of greatness right now, and I appreciate <laughs> the great, like, bring some of that essence to me, seriously, <laughs> like Austin, especially, I'm, I'm going to need you to bring that essence to me, because I need the creativity, keep the juices flowing, because I'm, I'm becoming an old man slowly, so <laughs> give me some of that youth, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, so you guys are from Austin, Texas, or um, what part of Texas are you from? Actually, we're in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah. Uh Dallas Fort Worth. I know it well because I've been stuck in that airport multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> that huge airport that has nothing to do in it. True. Nothing. It's like, oh, McDonald's. Oh. This place. Oh, a seating area. Oh, it's well, at least it has water burgers. Yeah. You said what? And at least it has a water burger. It's like, oh, a water burger. Wait a minute, they got a water burger in there now? Yeah. Okay, I might need to get stuck in this airport <laughs> one more time. Oh, <laughs> it was just like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to make a random trip. Let me go ahead and get stuck in water burger. Oh, I mean, get stuck in the airport. Get. So, you know, <laughs> like a little rainfall won't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> a little rainfall. Jesus. We've been having a lot of rainfall here lately. <laughs> oh, yeah. same here in the Midwest. I don't know what's going on with the weather. It's been pouring for the last several days. I feel like I'm swimming in it. <laughs> yeah. I guess 10 hours doesn't make a difference when it comes to the weather right now. <laughs> true. Very true. So I mean, um, so how um, so what's it like um, living in the Texas area? Like, are you original? I, I keep on forgetting, Mr. Fox. Like, where do you originate from? Well, I was born and raised here in Texas, um, but I did live in California for ten years. Um, you know, doing acting and uh, film producing. I had a, a film production company called Lifeline Entertainment out there with a friend of mine named Rocky, and we mm-hmm. did five feature films. Um, and a few shorts, uh, and uh, I think like two TV shows. So, yeah, so that's where I was for ten years, and I moved back here to Texas back in night uh, two thousand nine because um, it's getting way too expensive, and all the money was drying up in California at that time. So it was mm. affordable to live in Texas, <laughs> not California. So um, I moved my uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so and actually took a break mm-hmm. too for about um eight years, ten years, something like that. And then Austin got me back into it with him wanting to get into it. Oh hey man, you had to 
Hey, he had to go be a family man for a while. That makes sense to me. True. Hey, but now because of that, you're inspiring your um this new generation to go pursue something of their dreams. So, what future films did you work on, and what TV shows did you work on? Um, well, we have seen. We did a TV show. Um, it was called Behind the Orange Curtain, and that was like a uh, a talk show. Um, mm-hmm. which we only did a pilot on that one. It did not get picked up. I did. Uh, we uh we did a few feature films. One was called Return to Innocence, and that was about a director of a boys' home who was falsely accused of molesting a young boy. And once you're accused of such a heinous crime, there's no return to innocence. And then right. after that one, we did a uh, little horror movie called Hallow that uh, basically is a little throwback to the old um, slasher Friday the 13th type movies. Um, and Universal actually picked that one up and distributed it for us. Um, wow. After that, we did what was it called? Uh, Almost Beautiful, which was a documentary we did following a goth rock band called The Last Dance. I think we followed them around for about half a year as they were on tour throughout the U.S. and Puerto Rico. Um, that was really fun. That and then, awesome. Yeah. The next one was Amherst, which was a suspense thriller. Um, and that was just basically about a girl who was trying to figure out who killed her twin sister when she was uh, young, uh, when they were younger. Uh, it turned out to be a really cool little mystery type uh, thriller. And then the last movie we did was called Eleven Eleven, And it was basically about two boys that grew up together and then got separated and met back when they were adults. And they had uh, and the tragedies and stuff that happened to them in between that and how everything evolved around Eleven uh, Eleven and making wishes and stuff. It was that was kind of cool. That was more of a psychological thriller. That's really cool. Like, you okay? So, I think I remember the movie Hollow. By the way, um, yeah, it was pretty popular. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, was it that uh, movie where it was kind of like the Ichabod Crane story, kind of in its own aspects? Oh no, I know which one you're that. That, that was a uh, Hollow Ground. This uh, ours was called Hollowed, and this one was more of a. This one was about a. Uh, a young boy who um, who um, witnessed his dad kill his mom, and it put him in. And he uh, it made him go crazy. So he was put into a, a, a psych ward. And when he got out, um, he decided he was going to go around and uh, introduce people back to God by personally introducing them back to God. So he just went around carrying a Bible, kind of dressed up like uh, one of those. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses and went door to door meeting people and killing them. So it was wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was it was pretty uh suspenseful, that's for sure. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, I remember this. Okay. I do remember this movie though. I think I have seen it. I'm actually yeah. looking it up on IMDB right now. It's like, yeah, I think I've seen this because I like I like to watch some horror movies. I remember this movie. This movie was freaky too. You yeah. guys and you guys produ- um did this movie? Yeah, here's the funny I'll tell you a funny story about that Because um, the guy who was playing the killer uh, Quit halfway through the movie So I had to take over And finish playing You know, finish the movie as being the killer 
So what we did is uh, anytime we needed to see his face, we would just superimpose his face over mine. But the rather other shots and stuff you saw was me. <laughs> so Wow. Well <laughs> so. that that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that that well we, we had no choice because we were under a deadline. Because <laughs> we um Fangoria, we'd already had a set up for Vangoria to view it and review it um, after we got it finished, but we had to have it finished in a certain amount of time for them to review it for um, for Comic-Con or not Comic-Con, FrightCon uh, hmm. out there in uh, in LA. So, How'd it turn out? <laughs> uh, it turned out really good, but Universal, uh, they gave it a they didn't give it raving reviews, but they gave it pretty good reviews, and then Universal uh, picked it up and, and bought it from us, so that was cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Hey, a lot of people can't say they got um, they got kudos from um, from Universal. They they picked it up. That means shoot, they invested in something they believed in. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, Actually, yeah, I think it's awesome. been re-released a couple of times in packaging. You know, they'll throw like all these package movies together, like six movies on one DVD. Um, and I think hmm. I don't know if you can still see it on Amazon Prime. You used to be able to see it on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's still on there or not. But it used to be. I was about to say, didn't Hollow kind of have like a cult following in some aspects? It had a small cult following on it. Um, I think another or movie that had a a really strange cult following was that one I told you about, Return to Innocence, because uh, mm. we self distributed that one, and the first week that we uh, we were selling it, we sold over sixty five thousand copies, and it was the number two selling DVD in the Netherlands, just above uh, Lord of the Rings, and. Uh, it really got, like I said, it's for some reason it got a really big cult following in the Netherlands and is a really popular movie. <laughs> well, the Dutch do have a sense of, um, like, how they like their movies. So, hey, that's yeah. a pretty big deal in itself because you know how to, uh, you know, like the Dutch concept on like movies, whether it's comedy, horror, or what it may be, like, they have a different take on it. So, obviously, you were doing something right, my man. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, well. Mr. Fox, I did not know you were this epic. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, guys. Um, I have, like, the coolest father-son duo. Um, we have the present, and we also have the new generation, the future, right here in front of us. Um, and having quality dialogue that I think um, I'm probably going to geek out about later. Um, I'm probably going to squeal like a schoolgirl. Because this is pretty freaking awesome. I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited. <laughs> like, I'm so happy that you guys decided to um, give a guy like me a shot. And um, I really appreciate you guys for taking the time out to really come in and just be your kind selves. So thank you. Oh, no problem. You are awesome. Thank you I so much. Shocked. And yeah, okay. you also Thank you for having us. We really appreciate being on your show. Well, I appreciate you guys for coming on. And um, like for real, um, I'm gonna um. So what I'm gonna do is um, go ahead and um, go ahead and um, let them know where they can find you guys. And then I'm gonna totally put it in the description below 
Um, and make sure you go ahead and plug the movie too, because I'll help whatever I can to make sure this bad boy is a success, especially um, young man. You're going in and you're you're being creative and really like taking this to the next level. So I definitely want to see you definitely win with this one. So, well, I know if you definitely want to see more about Austin, he has a Mm -hmm. Facebook page, Austin Fox, that you can go to. He's also on IMDb. Um, He has an Instagram that is at Austin Fox 11 Um, for his movie mom movie um you can go to austinfox.com and there's actually a little bit there's a um a gofundme account on there but it has some really good uh pictures and stuff as well and uh some videos from the making of the movie and stuff so when we're doing a gofundme because we're trying to just raise some money to finish off the uh, post-production on it so that we can get this thing submitted to festivals and stuff so again that's austinfox.com and foxes with two x's um, you can also find me on uh, Facebook at Corey Fox. Um, I also have an Instagram uh, at Corey Fox and um, Twitter as well. Same thing at Corey Fox. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much where you can find us. And you can find us both on IMDb, too, like I said. Yeah, guys, I'm going to need you all to jump on this, get to know who these men are. Um, believe me. Um, you've already kind of heard what they're kind of like. They seem like humble dudes. I'm pretty sure they would take time out to say hello. So definitely talk to them. Check out some of their films. Check out future projects. I can't wait for this mom film to come out because I want to check it out. I'm excited for it. So I'm going to need you guys to definitely keep in contact with me. Let me know when it comes out. I'll help you plug it. At the same time, I want to watch it. So, yes, let's make this happen. Let's put it in the air, in the universe. This will be a successful film. This will make people feel things. This will bring maybe a different concept to light. I have a good feeling about this film. And I'm not just saying that to just say that. This is not me trying to do some scripted rhetoric or anything like that. I really mean that sincerely from the bottom of my heart. So, please. And you know what? You're going to get a chance to see a kid's perspective on some of the... uh, Things that are going on in the real world nowadays. Hey, you see more than you think, so I think that's a great idea. Seriously, like people don't understand. Kids may be resilient, but they see things that you don't understand that they might see. So, I think that's genius in its own right. True, very true. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, Austin, keep up the good work, man. And anytime you got something that. You want to put out there, you let me know and I'll help you in any way possible, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. And Mr. Foss, keep watering the seed that you have growing right here. Like, Oh, I definitely uh, will. Thank you. Yeah, you seem like you want heck of a dad. When I grow up, I need to be like you, Mr. Fox. <laughs> well, just don't tell my kids that, okay? Mm-hmm. They'll get the wrong impression. <laughs> 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 well, with that, this has been another Delivery Bros episode where anything is on the table and anything is on the menu. My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. Scott Call Madral, a.k.a. Go check out Mom when it comes out exclusively as soon as possible. Go check out the page and definitely don't let yourself be caged. So with that, we're out and this was what this interview was about. 
Hey everyone, this is John Tolley, inviting you to check out War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, me and my co-host Christopher Stolley discuss the news and theories surrounding one of the largest movie franchises in the world. So join us every Wednesday at 8 Eastern as we travel to the galaxy far, far away, right here on Anchor FM and wherever fine podcasts are heard. You know, when you need CBD, vape juice, or new mod, go to Vape Scorpion. 10859 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia, PA 19116. They are formerly known as East Coast Vapor. They have all your needs, all the equipment, all the juice. And hey, while you're there, sit down, enjoy a beer, bring your own, and just hang out with a bunch of cool people. So guys, if you really need your next vape machine, or maybe you just want to try a locally made uh, juice, make sure you hit up Vape Scorpion. That's 1085 Boston Avenue, Philadelphia, PA 19116. Or give a call to 215-464-8273. Oh yeah, and make sure you let them know that Realm of the Mist Entertainment sent you. Why didn't the three little pigs go in for some kind of flat share scheme? Does Jesus get to choose which wine he turns it into? Why don't Sims have the upper body strength to climb out of a swimming pool? And does everybody really want to be a cat? I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And if you're the type of person that overthinks these deep philosophical questions, then Think to the Brink is the podcast for you. From Disney characters to song lyrics, debates to social etiquette, tune in every week for your dose of paralysis by analysis. All topic suggestions are welcome. If you can think it... We can overthink it. Think to the brink. Available on all podcast platforms. Hey everyone, this is Dak. This is Liam. And this is White People Shit. We are a bi-weekly podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe you're bi week. I'm speaking strong. It means twice a week, you douche. Oh. Yeah, listen to us twice a week. On White People Wednesdays, we talk about gay stuff, zombies, superhero sex positions. And on Feature Peep Fridays, we interview the Feature Peep of the Week. Yeah, like a fucking furry. Just search WPS Podcast and look for the white dude in red pajamas. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We believe in equal opportunity humor, where all things can be made fun of. So if your feelings get hurt and you're offended, you can always eat a dick. He said that she said, how dare you say that? That's offensive. Well, someone's got to say it. It had to be said with Venus. Catch the live show Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Check out the recordings at any time. Guest host weekly. Listener, beware. Mature content. Sexual content. Trigger warning. Do you dare say it? Hi, my name's Chris, and I'm here to tell you about Realm of the Mist podcast. Realm of the Mist podcast, we talk about all the great entertainment things from movies, music, books, comic books, and many, many other forms of entertainment, as well as politics, current events, and just general humor and having a good time. If you're looking for a podcast that is right up your alley, 
look no further than Realm of the Mist podcast here on Anchor.fm or where fine podcasts can be heard. Hi, this is Dave from the Comic Collection at 83 Bustleton Pike in Feasterville, Pennsylvania. Our phone number is 215-357-3332. We are right next to Northeast Philadelphia. We have action figures, gaming, statues, albums, and CDs, graphic novels, other knickknacks, and, of course, comics. Established in 1985, we are your go-to store. Come by and say hello, and say that the guys from RadioCast FM Radio sent you. The address again is 83 Bustleton Pike, Feasterville, Pennsylvania, or call 215-357-3333. Three-eyed turtle? Is that all right? A fucking a three-eyed turtle. Who wants a mustache ride? Are you tired of the same old podcasts with no humor? Well, join us for After Hours, where everything is funny, at least to us, on Anchor.fm, and where quality podcasts are heard. How the fuck did we get on this? <laughs> I don't know. The FCC started this shit. It's their fucking fault. <laughs>